What is wrong with these people? As I scour the internet, I see a picture of fireworks at the Capitol. In this picture, a display of celebration as Trump delivers his speech of unity and prosperity. In the foreground of the picture, front and center, are people with their middle fingers raised in defiance. This mentality has me wondering. After four years of campaign promises made and kept, what are they still upset about? I couldn't understand the derision at first. I felt somewhat the same, though, but it was very short-lived. I listened to clips of Trump and him talking and begged for a do-over. Trump or Clinton? How could this possibly be our candidates and the best our country has to offer? As the weeks continued, I actually sat down and looked with open eyes. I heard rumors of doctored clips and sound bites, a narrative being pushed that may not hold up to scrutiny. I read a speech given by our future president and actually watched a live broadcast of him speaking to crowds of cheering people. I saw through the fake media narrative and I instantly saw what they were seeing. It wasn't a buffoon, it wasn't a racist, and it wasn't an anti-Semite. It was a businessman who had taken what he was given and turned it into an American empire. You can't get to his level of achievement and success by being an idiot. No buffoon can make the deals he's made and come out ahead. Pictures of him with all walks of life surfacing from the past would not have been taken if he were a racist. This man was being smeared. He dared to stand up to the status quo of Capitol Hill. He dared to question. He dared to stare these people down and call them out. I saw the look in his eyes at the Obama White House Correspondence Dinner as he was ridiculed in front of everyone and on television. I could see him planning and making up his mind that he was going to win the presidency and make these people regret their decisions to upend our country and to usher in an era of globalism. What I came to realize quickly, and others before me is, Trump is a man of action. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. He's an American that has made a plan and carried it out, pass or fail. Has he had failed business ventures? Of course. Show me one entrepreneur that hasn't. You can't achieve that much success if you're not making or taking any risks. Not every business is going to make it. It's a matter of volume. The more you do, the more you will succeed. Don't give up. Keep on going. Trump is a winner and knows what it takes to get something done. There's deadlines in his world and he needs to know how to think on his feet and meet those deadlines. He needs to be creative to come up with solutions and if he can't think of it, he surrounds himself with people that can. I'm a firm believer that you don't need to be the smartest person to run something. You need to be smart enough to surround yourself with people who are smart or smarter than you are. You need to have that fallback and support structure. One person can't think of everything. Trump surrounds himself with people that he thinks will do great things and have something to bring to the table. A team of winners. Trump's world of capitalism 
which has forged the greatest economy and society that we've seen in written history provides for equality of opportunity. It's up to the individual to put in the work. There can never be an equality of outcome because that eliminates any reward. There is no incentive that way. No drive to make something of yourself or succeed. Socialism and communism are the antithesis of capitalism. You cannot take from the haves and give to the have-nots without bringing the haves down to raise the rest up. Globalism is the exact same thing a socialist economy on a global scale. We would need to bring down the first world countries to pick up the third world countries before you know its redistribution has drained everyone. There is no first world anymore. Everyone is living in squalor and no longer has the means to live. There is no incentive to do well for yourself when your neighbor doesn't have to put in the work because the outcome will always be the same. Everyone stops trying. At that point, you need authoritarians to step in and make everyone perform. At that point, everyone is on equal playing fields. They have nothing, no desire, no drive, and no freedom. I'll repeat that. At that point, they have no freedom. This is what the elites want. Trump and the U.S. are the last things standing in their way. It's been a silent takeover by indoctrination. An education over time to convince the populace that the U.S. is evil and we need to be punished. And I thought that for a while up until this administration. I had those very thoughts to some extent. I doubted the greatness of this country, but as I watched the globalists usher in mass immigration of refugees and playing them off as peaceful people, they allowed militant immigrants to flood Europe and cause unrest and crime, all while screaming racism if you dared to question it. I saw the fall of the UK as they spent more time and effort in policing Facebook comments than addressing knife attacks, acid attacks, other crimes out of politically correct culture that deemed them to look the other way. I quickly changed my tune. I've been born again and realize that this country is the greatest country to live in. We have been locked in a civil cold war, a culture war that has been ruled by identity politics. That war has become physical. A movement to preserve black lives has now led to more innocent black lives being lost than were lost at the hands of police. The very reason for their protests in the first place. While this plays out, the media has been complicit in fanning the flames and encouraging the division because of politics and people keep buying into it hook, line, and sinker. All statistics prove that the BLM movement is based on falsities. All the statistics show that we're being lied to, but people have been brainwashed to the point that facts don't matter anymore, only their feelings. They view their own country as so systemically racist that it needs to be burnt to the ground and rebuilt with no police, no borders, and no freedom of thought unless it's what the leftists dictate. If this country is so systemically racist, how did a black president hold office for eight years? 
Why was this not addressed or taken care of during that administration? If this country is so systemically racist and evil, why is everyone flocking to break in? Why are these leftists so eager to remove our borders and let people in if they're only going to be oppressed? My firm belief, and I know it's true, is that the only thing oppressing any of these people is themselves. The minorities that have broken the cycle of indoctrination see that. They hold themselves accountable, want the police, want our country as it is and always has been, and don't subscribe to the ideals of a Marxist movement that has no compatibility with American values. Those people are my people. Those people are Americans. Those people are free thinkers and they get it. They understand that oppression was removed during the civil rights movement, the last systemically racist portion of our country's history. Segregation is disgusting, racism is disgusting, and we made sure that our country removed that glaring eyesore from our laws. This country has something special. It has a document crafted by heroes and dreamers to give the people that live here the ability to live as God intended, to govern themselves, and to make sure that their freedom would never be infringed upon. It is everyone's God-given right to protect their life, their liberty, and the pursuit of their happiness. It sickens me that people today are actually ignoring that fact because they feel that everyone needs to think as they do. The very same people that raise their middle finger in protest of a, of a president that has ushered in the greatest economy, lowered taxes, created jobs, and brought lost jobs back from overseas, instituted prison reform, secured our borders more than they have been, which is a talking point that every Democrat president has expressed in the past. Trump has removed troops from an endless war and helped broker peace where there has been none for years. I'm at a loss as to how anyone can look at this current administration and see nothing but bad and evil. The current administration has kept the campaign promises and the list of achievements from a four-year span despite the partisan pushback and stalling is impressive to say the least. We have seen the Obama administration actively spy on a duly elected president. The Justice Departments of the federal government were weaponized to unseat the current president utilizing false information and made up evidence. This is terrifying. Why would they do this? Could it be that it was supposed to be her turn because Clinton was supposed to be the death blow to the U.S. as we know it? The, the person to finalize the institution of globalism that sells out our country to a one world organization to rule us all. People may say it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but that's exactly what Democrat elites want. That's exactly what they were working towards. It's what they are still working towards. We were led to believe that this country was never going to be as good as it was because that's just the times. Get used to it. Trump proved that wrong 
in the biggest way possible and expose these people for what they are. Un-American globalists that only care about their own interests and retaining power. Trump has empowered our country to be a beacon of strength again, both militarily and economically. Trump has even made the very people that hate him prove their own points wrong on countless occasions. One of them is Trump has deregulated and shrunk the federal government, which is as it should be, a limited federal government, a government that's only there to protect the country and protect the citizens and make sure their rights are upheld. The government does not give us our rights. Our rights have always been there. Deregulation has made people have to step up. People have become too reliant on their government to do everything for them and have stopped putting in the work. Trump has pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Accords. People lost their minds and said that it was such a mistake and that we need that to help clean up the environment. After that happened, people took it upon themselves to make changes for the better. They couldn't even see that the power is in their hands the whole time, but instead they rely on someone else to do it for them. Sometimes, if you want something done, you have to do it for yourself. Trump removed the federal government from the playing field, and people made the change happen. Must be magic. Through and through, the current administration has proven to be the most effective administration we have seen in a very long time. I think the reason is because the person running it is not a Washington insider. He's a businessman that is trying to keep the country he loves as it should be. A capitalist society where doers flourish and anyone with a modicum of self-determination can have the American dream. It is in his best interest, his colleagues' best interest, and more importantly, everyone's best interest, not just the elected officials that have become a pseudo-monarchy who refuse to give up their power. People still clinging to the false narrative that has been pushed are fooling themselves. They're propping themselves up with virtue signaling, cancel culture, and the mob mentality, the most intolerant group of people that we've seen in a long time, intolerant to any idea or thought that doesn't agree perfectly with their own doctrine. An authoritarian cult that will destroy anyone that dares to think not as they do. A cult of personality that resorts to calling non-white people white supremacists and Jewish people Nazis when they're confronted with someone who differs in their own opinions. If the argument can't be won, shut them down by belittling, attacking verbally or physically and painting them as something so horrid that they need to run and hide because they'll lose their job and be publicly tarred and feathered. You either submit or be destroyed. Trump has stood up to that every step of the way, ridiculed on a daily basis, and he continues to fight. He continues to fight to make this country better than it was every day before. This is the person that they hate. An American fighting for America. This is the country that they hate. A country of opportunity but of laws. They follow the false narrative to create division so that they can be useful idiots in helping the Washington elite retain power, 
to continue their rule over the peons that are the American people. They are not our elected officials anymore. They are better than us, or at least that's what they think. They can't handle Trump. He's an outsider that doesn't play their game, doesn't subscribe to their ideals, and doesn't think as they do. He can't be bought, he can't be sold, and they can't intimidate him. He may not be their definition of presidential on the outside, but on the inside, behind the scenes, he's done more for this country locally and globally, domestically and overseas than any other presidents have dared to try. He's ushered in an era of prosperity, more pay, lower taxes, more jobs, lower unemployment, less regulation, lower drug costs, better trade deals, and peace peace that people said would never happen. He's proven them wrong time and time again, and they hate him for it. He's taken their place and stopped their games, and they hate him for it. He's shown them for what they truly are, and they hate him for it. And for that, I love him for it. I will vote for him again. I will vote for him no matter what. I will stand behind this man to the fullest. I will lay down my life for this country if I have to, and not even think twice. I have regained a love for this country that I never knew I had. I have found a feeling of patriotism I never thought I knew. I see what our founding fathers fought for. I feel what they felt. I see what they saw. This country is the greatest experiment ever. It's a bastion of hope despite what they tell us. They're wrong, woefully wrong, and I think they'll be proven wrong unequivocally. I stand by my president. I stand for my country, and I only kneel before God. God bless America, and God bless Trump. Four more years.